What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another The Last of Us recap with the POV crew featuring one Alex Damon. My name is Jillian Marie. I will be running the circus today because Jake is not here to, you know, reel us all in. So it'll be me doing my very best. Yeah, he chose love. He chose Yay. love over The Last of Us. How dare Happy you? Valentine's <laughs> Day, everybody. You know. We're choosing love for this show. We're choosing Uh love for this show. Molly's got her husband here with her. My fiance's in the other room playing Apex. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yes, we are back for another recap of what I will say, a very, very, very heartbreaking and emotional episode, if I do say so myself. (sighs) Yeah. It was was a lot. It was a lot. This show is putting us through the ringer. I tell you what. It was a lot. And now I will say, so I watched this episode later than the rest of the crew. And I saw the tweets. I saw the messages from you guys saying I need to get tissues ready. You know, I watched like 99% of the episode. I'm going, this isn't that bad. I don't know what people are talking about. I've, I've been okay. And then, you know, the last five minutes happened and I had to lay down in <laughs> silence for a solid like 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't know how Even- even for us, having played the game, we knew what was coming. Didn't know like exactly how they were going to do it on the show. And somehow they, they made it more sad. They added... Was it leukemia? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They added the fact that Sam had leukemia and they added him being deaf. And they made him younger. And they made him younger. Oh, heartbreaking. Oh, that's <laughs> heartbreaking. Is Kathleen in the game too? No. No. Okay. I love all the stuff that they're adding first and foremost. But let's let's just dive right into it. Let's get let's get into this episode. So first we are starting out in Kansas City and there is there is a ruckus. There is a ruckus happening up in Kansas City. People are being dragged and hung and it's it's a madhouse. Fedra is going down and the people are rising up. Um kind of terrifying, but I get it. I understand. Maybe. Sounds like a party. I mean, <laughs> a little terrifying. If I, I thought it was scared. terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Alex. I'm like, I was scared. Was anyone else? I mean, es- especially after all the the riots the pa- we've seen happen the past couple of years and throughout our history, like it it hit a little too close to home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It it felt it felt very real these opening scenes Um, and we are introduced to the character of Kathleen. And I think one of the first tweets I sent to the group when I was watching the show is fuck Kathleen. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know if she's going to end up being a good person, but I hate her right now. She's messed Uh, up. What I want to know your initial thoughts of the intro of Kathleen in this episode, the whole her interrogating her doctor who apparently, who apparently helped deliver her as a baby and is now being interrogated by this woman asking she's she's trying to find certain people and she's oddly calm with her so i think you're that's that's the episode four is that episode four okay listen i watched watched the back back, back. yeah and so i'm like i don't know where it started and when it began well it's all it all kind of works because we jump back in time yes to see well, the the initial riot, the outbreak, Fedra falling, uh, I think that's all to show what 
Henry and Sam are up against. Like those are the stakes. That's what's going to happen to you if you get caught. Mm -hmm. uh, but then Kathleen's, I think, introduction this episode is when she is asking all of the collaborators, where's Henry? Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I won't kill you if you tell me, which of course she does. But I, I've been really enjoying listening to the official podcast for this after every episode. And they, they said that they wanted Kathleen to feel like uh, if a kindergarten teacher got yes. control of a, that's uh, totally uh, <laughs> the vibes I'm getting from her too. Like she's calm. She's like, she's talking to you in a soft, a little too sweet of a voice mm -hmm. where it just makes me uncomfortable. They, yeah. they were trying to say like everyone, no matter how sweet you were in the real world, like everyone has that capacity for vengeance and violence. Yeah. I, I love that they picked Melanie Linsky to play this character after what we saw her do in Yellow Jackets, which I can't wait to. I'm going to start watching it because it's free on Amazon right now. But uh, yeah, so aside from her character being awful, I love her performance. I yes. love her character is unapologetically evil, mm -hmm. like to their core. And they're just like, nope, I'm here to cause a ruckus. And she's, and it's, it's, that's she's what very, she said. That's her catchphrase. Yeah. She kicks cause the door in. I'm here to cause a ruckus. <laughs> Let's go. I'm yeah, Kathleen. It's very, it's very, like, obviously, when you first, when you, even when she's talking to you, which is why when I was first introduced to her, I was like, I'm, I hate you right now, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to hate you because I don't really know what your angle is at the moment. So yeah. it kind of left you going, Are, is she a bad guy? Just because she seemed so sweet with how terribly she was talking to the people that she essentially imprisoned. Um, I love, yeah, same. Well, I adored her performance. I thought she was spectacular. I was bummed because I actually wanted her to stick around just a little bit longer. I mean. Just, but, I mean, the pace we're going, it was pretty obvious she wasn't going to be around probably. No. Past no, this no. one. But, yeah, she was great. What are you going to do? Great bad guy. Gal. Brian, you, you asking if she's in the game. She Like, she's not. But I think that her addition in this story is really going to make season two or whenever they get to telling part two, the game, I think it's going to add a lot to it. Like they, they started yeah. to kind of explore some similar themes from the second game with her. And mm -hmm. I, I really like mm. that aspect of the storytelling. I mean, I always like this kind of trope with a lot of the post-apocalyptic kind of shows and movies that we get is that the people, just the regular everyday people are just as dangerous, if not more so than, you know, like the, the virus or the whatever that's going around. Mm -hmm. I always like that kind of ask, which I feel like they might be going with in this oh, kind of. I I'm trying to decide if I agree with you in the sense oh. that are they, are they as scary or are they scarier? Because in the walking dead, I agree. Like, yeah, we can take down those zombies all day, but the end of this episode with all of them like pouring out of that hole. I was like, yeah. no, yeah. that's terrifying. That's yeah. 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 But, but then again, that whole thing was kind of partially Kathleen's fault yeah. because she saw the cracks in the floor and that ish was going on. And she just decided to kind of, I'm not going to tell people and I'm just going to bury it on the rug, mm -hmm. you know? So it, the, that makes the it people scary. are scarier in my opinion, just because they have free will. The, mm -hmm. the zombies true, once, yeah. Once the virus takes them over, they're they're pretty much just 
live mushrooms trying to spread themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just nature. (laughs) I'm making out with people. Yeah, yeah. Ew. It's Valentine's Day. They just want love too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Listen, we'll find you a a lovely spore filled person and you know he was just trying to speed things up he was actually doing her a favor mm-hmm. that is true <laughs> happy valentine's day everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gross now i'm now i'm just imagining i'll stay single thank you that gross scene with tats in the tongue anyway uh. gross so so in this episode we are officially formally introduced to two characters um, of henry and sam and we get to see how, in fact, that doctor did, in fact, know where they were this entire time. And uh, how they how he helped them get into their little attic. And uh, we're introduced to the two brothers. And I, I, do, I didn't realize that Sam wasn't deaf in the games. And I love that addition to it. Mm-hmm. I love that they also brought in a, a young deaf actor to play Sam. Yeah. He was so good. He's so good. He was, he was so, so good. cute. He was so cute. And I saw some behind the scenes stuff and everyone was like, everyone learned ASL. Like they picked up ASL so quickly and they were all able to really like communicate with each other. It's like that. That's super cute. I love yeah. that. I want to know your guys' initial thoughts on Henry and Sam when we were introduced to them. Uh, ho- horrified. Like <laughs> I, I was immediately starting to think, Okay, well, episode three, Bill and Frank's story did not end the way it ended in the game. So I was basically like, maybe, maybe the, it won't go the way I think it's going to go. Because all of the stuff with them in the attic, coloring, s- putting on the little like paint superhero mask, uh, all of that just made it so much worse. And I, I was just <laughs> dreading the end of the episode. Like, maybe it won't happen. I, I had hope that they actually would just veer off and maybe they'll go their separate ways Everything and they'll live fine. happily ever after. If only. If only they could be so kind to us. <laughs> uh, I looked up the actor's name, the, the little kids played by Kevon Woodard. He's uh, precious. He's so precious. The he's The little so- quick bits that they do after every episode, they showed him and the ASL uh teacher i guess because i think they call him a coach coach yeah because yeah, they were coaching a lot of the other actors in this episode and and said that like a lot of them picked it up really quickly and we're like doing it all the time and i was like that's that's so great it's so cool to see even though it made it sadder it's <laughs> nice. a little a little bit yeah just that's... a little more heartbreaking <laughs> neil Druckmann talked about how craig called him up and was like i have this idea for sam what if we made him deaf <laughs> because and he like listed off all these reasons and Neil just got mad at him because he didn't think of it. And he was oh, like, that, yeah. that would have been so great in the game, but the game, the idea that there's like this extra level of Sam having to rely on Henry uh, because he can't communicate with Joel and Ellie. It also makes Joel and Ellie kind of more outsiders and Ellie has to make an effort to break in and be friends mm-hmm. with Sam. And meanwhile, Joel is just sitting back and having to be hit by Ellie. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's it's a really nice and horrible change at the same time. He's yeah. such a grump. He's always a it grump. Takes He's him, always going to be a grump. Yeah, it takes him a long time to, to warm up to, to anyone. He's, you know, he's still warming up to Ellie. 
But that's but kind I, of his thing is that he yeah. did, he will not warm up. He keeps everyone at a distance. Yeah. And, but even he was like, well, you know, you could come with us. Like even like he was kind of warming up to the idea of having, you know, these two join yeah. them on their little journey. Friends. I know. We love I think friends. I think he kept seeing how like excited and happy they were together just being kids, you know, mm-hmm. just like looking at comic books, yeah. playing soccer indoors and when henry made that comment when sam was genuinely laughing and henry made the comment of i haven't heard that Mm -hmm. in a long time and it's like oh crushing so (laughs) crushing and the fact that they were like ellie and sam were becoming little buddy friends and like she was taking care of him and stuff and then it's like oh it's it was nice that they made him a little younger because of that. It, it made him looking up to her something that didn't really happen in the game. They were just more peers and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really liked that dynamic for them. Mm-hmm. Now, I I really liked how it explained the whole... Well, it explained, number one, why Kathleen was going after Sam in the first place. You know, we got that whole backstory of how... and Which Sam feels on his end, feels incredibly guilty for what he did. But then he explains he had to give up Kathleen's brother in order to essentially save Sam and get the medication for his leukemia. I want to know your thoughts on all that. If because What would you do in that situation? Like, put yourself in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> would you give up somebody that everyone in the town admires? to save your little sibling. I certainly would. I don't know about you guys. I'd be like, yeah. Alex is an only child. I fought with my sibling for a long time. So I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Alex is like, Alex is like, kill them all. Doesn't matter. Oh no. Oh, I think based off of, based off of things that happen later on that I will talk about, I, I think I would absolutely save Sam in a heartbeat. Like, mm-hmm. how, how could you not he's a precious baby boy i would save him in a heartbeat it was it, yeah. it's and it's it's that i love how they're adding and i always love these in these type of shows like i said the real life scenarios of like this fantasy world essentially of how people have to make like real decisions what would you do in this you know this type of thing and i, I it's, it's freaking heartbreaking but you know, so well, they they end up becoming buddies. This group, this this ragtag group of Grumpy <laughs> Joel and Ellie and the two brothers, and so they they come up with this grand scheme of a plan to escape Kansas City by going into fancy tunnels, secret which, tunnels, secret <laughs> tunnels, which which supposedly Fedra has cleared out. It's there's there's no more of the infected now. As soon as they said that, I went. Did they well, so did they even Joel and <laughs> were like no. he's like <laughs> did they though have you checked did you go down there yourself but you know they went down and everything seemed seemed fine and dandy mm. other than the floor cracking into the abyss but they didn't see that so everything looked fine and then of course as soon as they escape they start getting sniped at well before we get there I, I really want to take a break and talk about the yes. room where they play soccer. I uh, yes. read the comics. Yes. That that is one of my favorite segments of the game. Weirdly. Talk about it. 
so and I I just appreciate that they took a little time to kind of nod to it. Do you remember the picture of our protectors? And it was Ish and Danny. They they see mm -hmm. like a like child's a little, drawing. Little drawing on the wall. The superheroes. Yeah. It, yeah. So Ish is a kind of character in the game where you can you find notes. That's kind of how you get a lot of storytelling throughout the game is you find notes mm -hmm. from other people. And before you go into the tunnels, you find a note from this person named Ish. And it's about how he was like living on his boat out in the middle of the ocean for a while oh. while the the fungus took over, but he had to come to shore. He finds this place in the tunnels, sets things up for himself, but he's like, I'm lonely. And he goes out and he finds a family with kids and he like invites them in and he kind of builds this little community with kids where everyone can be safe. And then, of course, it all falls apart and it's it's worse in the game uh, reading about it. But then Ish is the only Ish and like one other person survive and it, you find his note outside of the tunnels and you're like, man, but that whole story is one of the most memorable things in the game for me. So the fact that they just just gave a little, a little nod, nod to Ish, I mm -hmm. really, really liked that. So that's he good. made it out in the yes. game. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so in the game, does no zombie show up in the tunnels? Oh, that's completely different. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, the, the, okay. there are quite a few differences from the game in this episode. Again, like the, the broadest of strokes, it really, really works. Like Henry doesn't need Joel to escape also henry's not like an enemy of the state he's just someone else that wandered into pittsburgh and all the the raiders are trying to kill him so they're like let's team up and henry's like killing people right alongside you uh then let's see they they just go through the tunnels basically after they escape pittsburgh and th then there's tons of zombies and there's a really fun part where ellie and henry gets separated from joel and sam so you don't have ellie and now you're protecting sam uh which i thought was really fun um like and then you get you get on the other side of the tunnels and you get into the suburbs and then the sniper thing that that is all like that was straight from the game that was really cool because i rem i vividly remember that part in the game where you're playing as joel and you're doing exactly what he was doing you're up in this house shooting out of a window while Ellie is like running around trying not to get bit. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, very I, stressful. Uh, all of the, the, the Pittsburgh Raiders, uh, that sounds like a football team. They, <laughs> they catch no. up to you in the suburbs <laughs> and they attack some infected attack. It's not nearly as intense as the show, but uh, it is that. And even they, they built that whole street the building that you're sniping from is like the same building. It's really cool. Oh, that's rad. I love all the, the tie. I love all the tie-ins, but I also love how they are really making the show its own at the same time, mm. which I am absolutely adoring every second of it. Although I feel like they were like, how can we just crush the souls of every single oh, yeah. person who was watching this show? Cause the amount of tissues I will be going through from sobbing my eyes out watching the series. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of boxes, but no, I do. I do really like, uh, I really loved that. The scenes of them in that little, it was essentially looked like kind of like a daycare school little mm -hmm. area that they were in. Yeah. Um, it, it really, oh, the comic they read is also a collectible in the game. 
Oh, that's so cute. Endure and survive. That's from the, the game. I also love how they just absolutely race. made fun of that title. They were like, mm, yeah. kind of redundant. That's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Druckmann said that he he knew he wanted this comic to be a collectible in the game and that there are little, you can read the synopsis on the back of every one. And he's like, I need like a pulpy, catchy comic book thing that it, it can have for the catchphrase. And he was like, endure makes sense. Or maybe he was like, well, endure or survive made sense for the world. And then he just went to thesaurus.com and put that in. And he was like, endure, endure and survive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that works. Boom. Done. No, that I, that scene, it was super cute. It was super, you know, they got to take a break and just, you know, kind of be normal essentially for even a short amount of time. Um, now, What's sad is I think all of the infected that poured out of that hole in the ground were the people that were staying in that, you know, that that residence that they had essentially once created in the underground. Something happened because I'm pretty sure they were the ones who were piling out of that. How'd they all get down there? Because, like, it didn't look like that many people could have lived down there, but maybe... I, I don't think it seemed all of those infected were from that community, but it makes sense that when they died, they would have joined that. They would have gone group. with the. Ugh. That's so sad. It almost kind of seemed like they were like just buried alive. Well, alive. But I mean, just maybe. the way they kind of like popped out of the ground. It just seemed it, like, not that I'm nitpicking, I don't, I could care less. <laughs> But it just seemed like they just appeared like out of the ground, kind of. Like I know they were in that. I know they. Well, I know that they were in the ground thing that the it kept like bubbling up and whatnot. Maybe they were buried alive. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe they took people that were infected or they thought were infected, and instead of just like burning them alive, they were like, "Let's just build a floor over them." I mean, the yeah. last thing I would want to do with plant people would be to bury <laughs> them. them the Put them in fertile soil. Yeah. That's probably right? not the smartest thing to do. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Probably, yeah. Probably not the best well, thing to bury So them. I think all the infected were, I, they genuinely were driven underground by Fedra. And then I think mm-hmm. those tunnels were cleared out by Fedra. But then 10 days ago, Fedra fell. And we saw Kathleen as like, I don't care about anything right now until oh, I get yeah. Henry. Until we so get, yeah. Her just like single drive to get Henry meant the downfall of all of her people. And then we see all the infected just running towards Kansas City at the end. Like Kathleen killed all of them. Choices were made, mm-hmm. Kathleen. Choices and then were made. Was it was his name Perry, the mm-hmm. character that's with her who is actually with the, the gorgeous beard? <laughs> yeah, the, he he is the voice actor for Tommy in the game. Oh, mm. I love that. He got fucked up. Oh, that's <laughs> I was the second the bloater came out and started to like kind of stomp towards Perry. I was like, do it, do the thing. He's going to do it. And it got to Perry. That is the kill animation for if a bloater reaches yeah, you yeah. in the game. It it grabs you by the head and just and rips you rips, apart. Like Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. So weirdly, I was thrilled to see that. I was. I'm not I gonna like lie. Perry, though. I'm not gonna lie. He was. I. I'm kind of upset that he got killed off because he was giving me like 
he was kind of giving me like Daryl Dixon vibes a little bit. Mm, and I'm, yeah, I'm totally yeah. into that. So I was like, oh, I kind of wish we got to see maybe more of a storyline with him. But, you know, he got his skull torn off from his spine. So that's not going to happen now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as soon as like, like you could tell that something big was going to come out of that horde because it was just built up. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a blotter, isn't it? And then I got so excited because it, they used practical makeup for it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least a reference. Yeah. Look at look at how absolutely freaking gorgeous that is. Like Chef's Kiss. Do they have makeup awards for television shows? I think like, so. at visual the effects. Point? Visual right? effects, yeah. Visual effects, because good lord. This this stunning. is the the guy the same the same guy did all of these. Oh you know, the same guy who did Vecna shows. and Game of Thrones and goodness yeah give him all of the visual effects awards give him all of the awards using practical effects and makeup like that is so much more rewarding and it just has such a bit better payoff in the end it looks so good i remember the i mean and even at the beginning of the series the first time that like when ellie got real close you know to the clicker and i was like oh that's that's practical makeup i was stoked because like well yes like uh digital anything digital now is gotten to the point where like you can use it for anything and it's really good but you can still tell yeah so when it's practical i just get so freaking excited and i'm so glad that you're they're using practical effects for last of us because it looks stunningly gorgeous um but real quick i do want to get into a couple of super chats that we gotten uh first one from mr tim sim thank you as always tim episode five in a nutshell a thrilling, emotional, tension-filled roller coaster that ends with an elephant-sized amount of pain. <laughs> I concur. I yeah. concur. Mm-hmm. I'm still very much heartbroken from this episode. And I'm realizing that I think ahead. every odd number episode, that's the one where you're going to cry. It was Sarah no, in episode uh, one, Bill and yeah. Frank episode three, Sam episode five, five. seven well, and nine. Yeah, just... At least they're keeping up with a pattern, I guess, so I could be kind of mentally and emotionally prepared. Mm. Watch, next Watch. episode's gonna be terrible. Well, wait. <laughs> Someone's died every episode, right? Sarah, one. Tara, two. Who's three? Bill and Frank. The, Bill and the, Frank. The only characters in the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, four. <laughs> Who died in four? Anyone? The Doctor. Diane, whatever. Uh, okay. I mean, not really like a character that we've known, but like yeah, somebody. Okay. Yeah, like five. a ton of people die in four. <laughs> so many people die. Um, so and, basically, so, just don't get attached to anyone. That's don't get attached to anyone. Yeah. And super chat from Mr. Shu. Kathleen is based. That is all. Um. Yeah. Kathleen. Kathleen can go. Um. Yeah. I was. I was not at all sad when Kathleen got chomped on. Oh man, she went out in such a glorious way. Oh too. yeah. The the child clicker it was oh my god so see creepy. that's why th- because it was no. a child that's why i was going oh are these the people that were in like the little like mm. school because it was a child yeah and, like, yeah so obviously there was children in that area um but oh. i like well, that I they had that... her go after ellie first in the car and I... then oh, it's it... so creepy out ellie that got away car. and then she went after kathleen and kathleen was just like oh my god I like that Perry's final moments. He was he saw the bloater and he told Kathleen he was like, "Run, get out of here, find cover." And she still didn't like that yeah. was her thing. Is she just even with everything falling apart? She's like, "I have to kill Henry." That's like, all get, she cared about. I get wanting revenge, 
But was it worth your own life, Kathleen? Uh, Molly, I start it while I you like click it yep. at the same time. <laughs> she died by a child she after died she... by a child after she said she doesn't care if a child dies. If that's not pure poetry, I don't know what is. <laughs> Don't know I think they is. know what they're doing on this show. I I think so. I think they've got it on lock. I think they're doing all right. Um, real quick, another uh, super chat for one Tim Sim. Thank you so much again, Tim. Uh, some MCU uh, MCU Star Wars fans are now angrier than ever at demanding more practical effects like bloaters and clickers than CGI. I don't blame yeah, them. Yeah, put bloaters and clickers in Star Wars. And we <laughs> want bloaters and clickers in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, to be means. fair, to be fair, really, other than the volume, all of the alien species for the most part in like Mando and all the new series that we're getting are practical effect or practical makeup. For... Wait, Frog Lady's not a real person? I'm sorry to break your heart, Brian. But no, <laughs> I mean, it's all. it's practical. I mean, it's it's not a real person, but it's practical makeup. Yeah, the Frog yeah. Lady was all practical makeup. Except, obviously, when she's jumping on all fours, they're going to use, <laughs> you know, CG for that. But, yeah, everything recently with Star Wars and all of their, uh, their creatures are practical makeup from what i've noticed anyway which i'm loving i'm loving that that's really coming back in full force yeah all the practical effects because good lord i was tired of so many cg stuff too much okay so i have a question that i've been sitting on for alex uh bloaters are they just fat people or like what they've no like, they've been they've been infected for a long period of time yes like but is their deal. they also I, I, I only knew this because of the, the podcast and I was like, oh, that's something new I learned. It's it's not fat. It's just like big people, just strong people that mm. it takes a long time okay. for mm. the fungus to totally take over their body. Like a lot of clickers, when the fungus gets them enough, they will eventually die. They'll lie down next to a wall and just the fungus grows off of them. But if the fungus just can't overtake the person, then it's they turn into a bloater. So you're telling me Chris Hemsworth would end up being a bloater if he was to get... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th that's why, like, every bloater... I mean, really, every bloater is just the same model in the game. <laughs> but they're all big and tall and yeah. They're all big and, and strong and beefy. Yeah. The, the bloater in this episode didn't actually do the gross thing that I thought it was going to do. Please uh, explain to the class the gross thing, Molly. I'm done. Which... <laughs> okay, so let me bring up the, the picture again. Uh... I don't know which one of these would be better. Probably this one. So, like, there's a bunch of little, like, bubbles on its, like, stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like anemone, like, like algae kind of deals. Yeah. And so, and they look like they You didn't want like to say sea anemone? Anemone, anemone, They look like they had little openings. And uh, basically, in the game, it sh those things shoot out spores of the Ew. virus and it, oh, is no. gross. It, it will rip it off of its body and throw them at Ew, you. like a grenade oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Ew. Ew. Ellie, ellie mentioned them in episode two shit when she was talking about rumors of the the ones that see like a bat and she said something about are there ones that pull their own spores off and throw them at you and tess was like god i hope not oh god but that's what floaters do now it's i need to see it though i don't want to see it but now i need to see <laughs> no. it I'm good. No, thank you. So, like, Alex, you were freaking out because he was about to pull that guy's head off, which I agree, that was scary, but I was like, when is he going to do the even grosser thing? And I'm glad that they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't. I, I guess it would be kind of weird. People might be like, wait, what? But Ellie did bring it up, so maybe they they're might, saving that. 
Yeah, they might still show it. Ugh. That's no thanks. Yeah. That's a pass. I thought you were gonna say it like gives you a bear hug or something and I mean it might do that too. I don't even know. Ugh. It's funny. I don't know what they're gonna show in season one, but I'm like bloaters are at this point, that's far from the worst thing. <laughs> God. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm upset sure. because I've played I've played the beginning of the game, but like there's even with that, there's so much stuff that I've completely forgotten about. And it's like I and yes, Tim, I will I my plan is to play the game after this season is over. Because I at once the season is over, I think I'm gonna replay and finish it and do the whole thing and do all the comparisons with it. But now God, now all I'm thinking about is like bloater peeling pieces of its thing off and throwing it at you Blech. thanks molly <laughs> you're welcome Gross. happy valentine's day so i know we are avoiding the conversation of uh the 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 ending parts of this episode where you know uh the, the little crew they escape the tunnels they feel like they've gotten out free and clear they start getting sniped at Joel as he does best, you know, goes up and sneaky, sneaky, sneakies in there and apprehends the guy was very nice, was just trying to get him to give up the gun and was like, I don't want to hurt you. But then the guy was dumb. And so Joel had to end up shooting that. But then Kathleen and all her little buddies come out and ish happens. She dies, heads get ripped off, bloaters come out, they don't throw things at you, but it's still gross, and it's bleh. And um, we learn later in the evening when they are safe in their little hotel room that little Sam has gotten bit by an infected. So sad. Yes. Oh, my heart immediately shattered. And of course, you know, Ellie is doing, she's at this point, they've known each other for such a short period of time, but she is acting like a protective older sister to Sam. Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point. And the first thing she does is my blood is medicine. You know, she cuts her hand. And the first thing my fiance, Sean says is that's not how any of this works. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I was like, hopeful. She's just trying I, to give him hope. Sean. So was I. Again, I was, I was like, like oh. maybe, maybe. Me too. I was like, stop it you never know you never know what could happen well ellie's so young you know she doesn't even know how it works why mm -hmm. she's immune so it makes sense to me that she would try that because they're both still kind of kids and she's like well i, I should at least try this right yeah. and it turns her. out it doesn't work which is that's not how that works unfortunately, unfortunately. and then we go to the next morning and sam is sitting at the end of the bed and Ellie goes to get his attention, and he has turned, and my heart sunk. That last couple of minutes of the episode, they were, like, so scary and, like, nerve-wracking and fast and, like, sad. Everything happened so quickly. It, and there, there was so many subtle, there was so much subtle dialogue in that last, like, t five to ten minutes that really hit home with how absolutely emotional this ending was. Like, for example, Sam asks Ellie or I think, I believe he's asking Ellie, when you turn, do you know what's happening? Like, are you, like, is it still the person that's in there? And so of course my heart's breaking because I'm reading, I'm reading online, Alex, I'm sure you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but at the beginning stages of being infected, the fungus is just attacking your nervous system. It's not really attacking your brain. So you, 
are very much cognizant of what's happening, but you cannot control it. Correct. I, I was, I was going to, I, in the last of us podcast, they confirmed that. That they, yeah. they just straight up said that Craig and Neil were like, you know, eventually when you're a clicker, there's nothing left of you or your brain. But yeah. in the early stages, Sam's probably still in there, but just can't control himself. But he's a monster now. And then, of course, throughout the entirety of this episode, Henry is saying how he has never really personally killed somebody. Yes, he has given somebody up who was eventually killed, but he himself has never killed anybody. And the first person he ends up killing is the one person he has been protecting during all of this. <laughs> Writers in the writer room. I don't know what you're doing, but oh my God, my heart, you've succeeded in absolutely crushing me as a human being. Oh my God. And just like I said, the subtleties of the discussions that they've had, that they had had through the last five, 10 minutes of the episode. So hit home in those moments. And what, what was everyone's thoughts during all this? I, I I could really like. What'd you say, I Brian? As I screamed when Sam jumped off the bed. Oh Ugh. yeah, God. Yeah, it scared I, the crap out of me. I I was right there with Joel. I was like, I don't know if what I would do in that situation, except like beg Henry to give me the gun because you could see like his mind going to that place yeah. like oh my god what have i done what have yeah. i done like and he goes and turns the gun on himself that part was just and I, ellie has like an insane reaction to seeing that and i'm just like this, this don't blame her this poor group of people <laughs> the the reaction henry has like he goes through even more uh mood changes in the game where he he starts pointing the gun at ellie and joel and says it's their fault that Sam got bit, but then it ends the same way. Uh, that I'd be interested to hear in what other ideas they had, because they said they did consider different endings for how this could have gone, but they decided to stick with the game uh, in every way. Like, like they considered maybe having them stay alive, considered yeah. different endings? Yeah, maybe both of them, maybe just Henry. We, I don't know, they, but... They said they discussed and they didn't want to get into what the other options were, but they were like, yeah, they, they thought that the way that the game went was the best version for the story that they're telling. Because they have to, I mean, Henry could have gone with them and continued with them, but they have to continue the story and get it to a certain place by the end of the season. So I get it. Yeah, I wish it didn't happen that way personally because i got so attached to those two and the short time we had with them kathleen obviously she can she can get her head bit off by a child clicker for all i care i was not at all emotional about that one but god as soon as i saw the little bite on his ankle mm. heart on the floor so I, I think it's a testament to the writers and yes. the, both actors that the whole time i was i knew what was going to happen and I was like, don't get attached. But I immediately got attached. And mm -hmm. I was like, couldn't help it. It's still yeah. so gut-wrenching. Well, and it's and it's interesting because while, like we've talked about, while it's it's still very true to the game, there is a lot of things that are different as well. So realistically, sure, we can know what happens, but do we really? Like, 
Like, cause like you said, they were considering mm-hmm. one of them survive. So who knows if there's going to be another character down the line who dies in the, in the video game, but they decide to keep along for the ride. Yeah. It's going to be, maybe. it's going to be interesting. I love, and I always love the discourse, especially like with, with you, Alex, and with anyone else who's, who's played the entirety of the game, seeing their reaction to everything and how, you know, they're loving the differences. And even if they know it's going to happen, it's still a million times more heartbreaking than they thought. And God, yeah, these writers deserve all the awards. It kind of reminded me of watching The Red Wedding. But like, yes, I, I read those yes! books. I knew it was coming and it was executed so well that I was just, it was still horrible. Yes. I did it. I don't know what the hell was happening when that went down. I was the Red screaming. Wedding. Yes. I'll <laughs> yeah. never forget that. See, and I knew I'd never read the books, but I was very, very far behind in Game of Thrones, like to the point I didn't watch it live until the final season. So I just binged everything. So I knew something I knew about the Red Wedding. And even then it was, yeah, heart wrenching. But this is this is very much in the same pathway. And I, I part of me is kind of saying even more so. I think these, this is even more emotionally wrecking, in my opinion. Uh, I haven't seen pretty much anyone that played the game complain about what they've done no. changed anything if anything i think they they like the the changes that is keeping them slightly more on their toes i mean mm-hmm. alex you you can definitely talk to that because i mean I, I, I'm just going along with the story. And so far, the story's been great. But everyone seems to be that played it. I mean, you usually, no matter what it is, it's like, it didn't happen like that in the game. Or it didn't <laughs> happen like that in the comics. In the book. No one's man. really doing that in this. No. They're like, oh, this changed a little bit. But it was still, like, really a good change. Yeah, They're so. keeping very, very true to the spirit of the story. I mean, there are things I, I think we talked last episode about how I I liked Ellie's first kill in the game. I, I kind of liked how it went down in the game more, but they, they have to adapt things. There's a moment from the Henry and Sam segment in the game that I really enjoy, but they couldn't do it in this. And they're, they're still getting so much of it in. There's this really cool part where like Joel is helping boost them over a wall or a truck or something. And he gets Henry and Sam and Ellie up there and then the Raiders show up and Henry says, we got to go. Like I have a chance for safety and he takes Sam and he runs and he leaves Joel. And then Ellie says, what the fuck, Henry? <laughs> and then comes back down to stay with Joel. And she's like, we're staying together. And it's like a really nice moment Aww. for them. Mm. Uh, but, you know, you can only do so much. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like with the television show, I feel like their bonding is just going to be a bunch of emotional trauma. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you can't quite bond over that's much, accurate. God, just <laughs> emotional trauma bonding. is the, That's the what's going to happen with this series, I feel. The one part I also liked in the show that we didn't talk about was the sniper scene. Like that was that was nice and intense. And then when he gets into the clock tower like don't do it and you're sitting there like this motherfucker didn't do it don't do it don't do it and the the podcast they said that that guy knew what he was doing and he's like he's he's like 80 and he's like i've seen too much i'm tired 
put me out yeah. of my misery. Like, <laughs> I'm done. I don't, well, he wasn't even a good shot anyway. So, yeah. like, yeah. why'd they put him up there? He doesn't know how to shoot a sniper. Put someone up there with absolutely no aim. He's 80 Whatever. years old. Give the man a break. I think he was just the last one left in that house and was like, well, I I guess I'll shoot at these people. I think his I real guess. job was getting on the walkie, and he did yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. That's your job. Uh, real quick, another... I couldn't get back down the stairs, let's be honest. Yeah, he, he probably struggled. He needed one of those, like, little elevator... Yeah. Like, the little elevator chairs that now go down the stairs. That is my dream to have one of those. Right? Have a two-story house. The ones where you just sit down and You just goes. sit down and it goes. And you're so- <laughs> yeah. Like, at the age you are now? Yes. Yes. 100%. Oh, that reminds me. Brian, when would you have died this episode? <gasps> yes. Oh, multiple times. I would have been like, oh, look at the kid. Uh... <laughs> trying to think how did it start it started um starts with the riot but i probably i probably for sure would have been one of those people that uh got rounded up brian gets caught in the crossfire brian's totally innocent but he just gets caught in the crossfire well no i think i would have been one of the people that just couldn't keep their mouth shut and then got (laughs) caught up with kathleen so that probably would have been the first one Okay, uh, then what did you collaborate for? What'd you get in return? Yeah. What would you do Probably for a snack. Klondike bar? <laughs> Probably snacks. I, I was going to say snacks. Probably yeah. snacks, <laughs> honestly. The very first thing when I started this show, when I realized that the food or the the virus was in like basically carbs, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> the virus yeah, was, right? Oh my God. Well, there yeah. was that tweet going around, like I mentioned the other episode, was like, if this was an actual thing, what's the one carb that would have given you the virus? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I would have just been like, it's probably not that bad. And then just <laughs> like, yeah. How bad could it be? <laughs> yeah. It's, it it probably know. got burnt off in the oven. And no, it beat a fungus me. sounds fine to me. 100%. It's like scraping like, off the mold of a piece of bread. You're whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. Off. You, okay. you rip a, off the piece. Bit, it's so. fine now. Yeah. yeah. Magically gone. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. super chat from Tim Sim, real quick. Uh, thank you again, Tim. I have a friend in the medical community I sometimes hang with since switching from pre-med. Told me the ending spooked him because he heard stories like that in the height and later years of COVID and he hasn't played the game. I mean, I, I've I've kind of talked about just the idea of, you know, this virus actually being a real thing because cordyceps is a real thing. Look it up. It's an it's an in, insects. It's an individual sect of cordyceps per insect. It's actually really really interesting, and they talk about it in the beginning of the series where it does burn off in a certain temperature that's too hot for humans. But what if in like two hundred <laughs> years they evolve where they can survive? Well, that's those Crazy. people's problem because I'll be dead by then. So, um. <laughs> so anyone who's uh, who's gluten free, y'all are safe. <laughs> y'all are safe from uh, from this craziness. Did we get did we get another super chat? Is that what I think? Oh, yeah. So Jeez. you can save that for the very very end. Oh, save that one. Okay, just kidding. We'll save I'm that. What scanning is- through it, Alex, and nothing really like crazy happens until the sniper. I would have probably for sure been like. The person they're like hiding and been like, "Oh, you guys look! The sniper's right there!" And then just done. Yeah, <laughs> found it. Like, it's right there. Yeah. Staying I would quiet. have broken my leg going down the stairs into the tunnels. That's how I would have. <laughs> yeah. That's how I go out. I would have stayed That's in those tunnels. I just wanted to 
something left. They've got to have some kind of snack in there, right? They got to have something. <laughs> something. Some Twinkies. Something going on. Some packed lunch that some kid didn't finish. There's got to be stuff down there. Scavenge. I mean, it, it's pretty much a guaranteed that I would go out during that once the horde shows up. That's yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. That would just seemed like utter chaos. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I would even run if I was there. Would I like run in fear or I just be like, well, it's been a good run. <laughs> just yeah. accepted my fate. I would have tried to run, but then it would have also been the whole running part too. <laughs> the whole like, running. They're going to be faster than me. Easily. That's what's terrifying. You don't have about to be them, faster than them. You have to be faster than the next slowest person. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, whoever's behind down. you. In front of me, I'm going to slam back. Yep. I mean, that's true. It's got to be faster than the slowest person. Then you're home free. Mm -hmm. Um, Walk around with a lot of sticks that you can just trip people. (laughs) Is that what you're going to do for the entire apocalypse, Brian? Just rock one, walk around with sticks? I'll have marbles in my (laughs) I'll have marbles in my pocket. A banana peel. (laughs) Pocket marbles. I'm Kevin, going to Kevin, Kevin McAllister, McAllister and everyone around yeah. me. <laughs> That's my purse. Oh, yeah. I don't know you. Uh, uh, do you want, do, I should be able to outrun the two kids. Kids are fast as hell. Good. Are you kidding yeah. me? Did you see her leap off the damn truck? They're also made of rubber. Yeah, it's just like a Kids are made monkey. of rubber? Yeah. So we, they don't yeah, get hurt are, very easily. Yeah. Oh. They take a hit Except and keep going. Me. Mm-hmm. I was not made yeah. of rubber. As You're a made child. of glass. Yep, I have glass. I have paper skin. Glass bones, paper skin. <laughs> yeah. Every morning I break my legs. Um, did we want to get to Tim's? Yeah, Let's go ahead. Let's hit right. Tim's. Tim's super chat. Blah, blah, blah. Now that we are at the halfway point of the season, is it too early to say that The Last of Us, especially season one, is now the new standard for adapting video games to movies and TV shows? I think I it's would, probably the best that I've seen. I don't know if it's the standard, but it should be the standard. Yeah. 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 It always, I mean, it's, it depends on a case by case basis. I think like if, if there are good reasons to change the story from the game to the show, I don't mind it, but yeah. I do like how they're taking things from the game for this show and sticking to them, but adding even more little bits to make it better for the people who know what, what are going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I I think hopefully this is kind of a turning point, like for video game adaptations where for a while, you know, comic book movies would be just kind of okay. And then occasionally a great one would come out, but people started to take the genre more seriously, like producers, people who are behind the content and be like, Oh, these can be really good. And I feel like video game adaptations have just been stuck in the no one really takes them seriously era for a while. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, the Resident Evil adaptations always just always baffled suck. me where they were basically like, as long as zombies are in it, then who cares? Like that, that works. No. So even like the Raccoon City Resident Evil, <laughs> the most recent version, so cheesy. But Garbage. I liked it more than the the older stuff i really i i i mean we we got drunk and watched it, it was, and i was like it was this fun is great. Garbage. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was fun fun garbage yes 
That's the best. They ha- they Sometimes have, like, you just got to root mouth, around so. the garbage. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but but Last of Us is hopefully showing people that, like, oh, maybe we should take video game storytelling seriously and yeah. actually get oh. people who like the source material to adapt it. Mm-hmm. I've always not understood why film companies don't hire video game writers because those are some of the best writers like i'll play a video game and be like holy crap or at least have them collaborate with tv and film writers that they can adapt it appropriately yeah Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't need to do it every time for every like uh video game like sonic's doing i love the two sonic movies those those are clearly not I liked here, Detective right. Pikachu. I think I, I'm, I don't know if I'm into minority mm. in that, but I liked Detective Pikachu. I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. I haven't I seen any it. of these I'm just movies. listening to Brian growl. Yeah, I haven't seen mm. any of those either. I'm, I liked it. I'm, I'm pretty hyped for the new Super Mario movie that's coming out. That looks fun. That looks pretty good. It's like a lot of those aren't really adaptations of no. stories. Mm. Like it's, it's uh, more, they have the intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah. Use. Sonic doesn't have a whole lot of story to it, at yeah. least like the old games. But yeah, mm-hmm. now I've never played them, but I feel like if they were gonna do a show in the like uh, the Last of Us is doing, the Uncharted games should have been like that. Sure, that'd be a blast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I don't, I don't hate the movie by any means. It's nowhere near as good as the Last of Us. I, I'm just kind of a sucker for a, an Indiana Jones style adventure, no matter what. Yeah. Um, it, it's a fine movie, but I would say it did not live up to the games. Yeah, I, just, I think it could have been. It had a lot more potential had they not cast Tom Holland because Tom yeah. Holland is too busy to do any more of those movies, probably. So, like, I feel like if they had cast someone else, they could have like stretched it out a bit. Yeah. and it, had plans to to make it better and Tom better. Tom didn't feel very much like Nate Mark no. Wahlberg yeah. not so much solely also they say, did this weird it? thing where they they took like highlights from each game and put it into the movie which was like a prequel to the other stories and then at the end they teased that the next movie if it happens will be the first game and I'm like you already did yeah. that thing from the first game we talked so. about it so weird yeah i think our friend keith said they even pulled stuff from like the fourth video game Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they they pulled stuff from like all of them i think Uh, i I think my big while like last of us obviously is right now i think everyone can agree the the pinnacle of video game adaptations ever i'm my concern with that is now people are going to go oh, it's cool to do video game movies now and they're going to come out with a bunch of ones that they think they can do and it's going to be hot garbage. So I'm hoping that this doesn't start like a train of just, let's make all the video game adaptations we possibly can. Nah, probably yeah. will. I, I hope it does. They did that with comic book movies. They it, did, it, I know. They started it and now it's like comic book movies or movies based on comic book characters are like the biggest blockbusters and, ever. Yeah. And, but it's like, now I can't even think of really a, a series that they can really appropriately adapt in the same way they're doing the last of it. People in the chat have been saying, um, red dead, red dead. redemption, be, I think could be. Yeah. For probably sure. a really cool 
a really cool way to do that, similar in the way The Last of Us is. The but... Spider-Man PlayStation game is really good. They should make a Spider-Man movie. They should. Yeah. <laughs> they should make a Spider-Man movie. Why is no one film? making Spider-Man movies? They should make one with that Miles Morales guy. Man, let, they should... <laughs> The one that I have been, and I know it's coming, but I'm terrified that they're going to screw it up, is uh, Bioshock. That's my favorite Mm. game. Bioshock? Bioshock? If they were to do Bioshock, I think it would be better. They are doing it. Are they? Is it a movie or TV series? Netflix has it, I think. A movie or a television series? Oh, is it a series? I thought it was Is it a movie? I thought it was a series. I I don't know. Sorry. I, I, I got Brian way too excited. Because I love, I adore Bioshock. It's one of Film. my favorites. Yeah. Okay. I okay, sorry. To is it a movie? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a movie? Okay. Uh, Bioshock, This see, this is, the, this is the thing that, with video games, some are, some need to be TV shows so you can put the amount of time and some of them can be made into movies. Bioshock needs to be a TV show. There's I was going to say, Bioshock much. needs to be a series. It, there is too much to put into a movie, and they're just get, Netflix is just going to rush it. Uh, what I just saw it too. Someone said, "Fall." I don't know. I haven't played Fallout, but I know that one's coming. And people Fallout are would also be a, a good television. Fallout. It would make a good God television of War series. is coming. I think is they're doing good? another Tomb Raider. So it's yeah, there are already a lot yeah. of game adaptations on the way. They oh, should do Outlast and make a spooky movie. That'd be great. Well, Bioshock mm-hmm. would be terrifying because Bioshock Bioshock's going to be scary. I would imagine. I, I would hope they make it terrifying because Splicers are freaking yeah. horrific. I never be. played the um, Mass Effect games, but I heard those are quite popular. Those have great stories. Mm-hmm. I could I've- see those being movies. Like... I think a series would be more interesting to really explore every character, but I think the people that did it, the expanse could do mass effect mm, yeah. justice. Yeah. That'd look good. <laughs> They're asking for a, you suck at parking adaptation. Now I think that would be, <laughs> why not? Absolutely. Oh, and- That's okay. called the fast and, and the furious. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there it's already out. There you have it. They're making <laughs> another one. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize better. fallout. Amazon had Fallout. That oh. makes me oh. a little bit more uh, hopeful. Interesting. Amazon, Amazon doesn't. They got that big out. money. They got yeah. the rings of power Daddy, money. Daddy Bezos. Is they got that like, Bezos money. <laughs> but it'll Take be. It. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how all the critical acclaim of this is going to be when it comes to video game adaptations. It's going to be really interesting to see the discourse. Like, I kind of have a feeling it's going to kind of go on the same, you know, popularity train as those superhero comic book movies. So it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see where this will take us. But right now, I am absolutely enjoying the ish out of The Last of Us. I, I'm going to I have like to buy... I like how much you keep saying ish. The ish. For this episode. Yeah. The ish. Sorry, I mean I can I can say an absolute shit out of this. Episode. No, I like it because like ish it. because ish was in the episode kind of. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I keep that keeping that Easter egg still going. Um, but you know what one is coming too that I forgot about is Borderlands. Oh, series well, or, that's or, a or movie? That's a movie. That's a movie. There's a lot, so, so. we're going to be seeing a lot of freaking video games. So we're probably going to get sick of them real quickly. When is Zelda coming? How has that not been done yet? <laughs> On, the protagonist never speaks. 
That, yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much the main reason why is because Link okay. doesn't talk. So make him talk. No, because then no, because then that's a whole that's other discourse. To the, game. The, the discourse around a, a possible talking link, link in a Zelda series, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think people even want to touch that. Yeah. And then make mm. make him deaf. Okay. You could do that. <laughs> that doesn't fix every problem. <laughs> no, but that's a way you I mean, could just do make it. the character just go. Yeah, and break some pots every now and then, yeah. you know, whatever. But <laughs> I'm, I am until we get until we get to see all those absolutely terrible video game adaptations in the future, maybe good ones. We don't know. I'm gonna keep enjoying The Last of Us because mm-hmm. every single episode has been absolutely spectacular. I feel like it just. I, I think this is the best episode on television and then they just beat it with the next episode and it just keeps getting better and better. I'm going to have to invest in um, some Kleenex because mm-hmm. I will be crying my eyes out. Well, any, any final they're going to make it to Wyoming. Are they? Are we finally making to my, making it to Wyoming, Brian? Is that what's Seemed happening? Seemed like it because they found Billy in the preview, right? Billy? Billy. Isn't that his name? What Tommy? Billy. Tommy. 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 Billy. <laughs> little Billy. We found little Billy. I knew it was some hickey type name. <laughs> Billy, well, any yeah. any final thoughts on this absolutely heart wrenching episode five of The Last of Us? Final thoughts for that kid for uh, Henry never shooting someone. He uh, he shot Sam pretty. Hey, he pretty good aim. Pretty good, pretty aim. good aim. Yeah. For he should have been the one kid. at the at the tower of that building. Geez, Kathleen. Yeah. Wrong people. Yeah, Kathleen <laughs> picked the wrong person. Choices, Kathleen. Choices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never. But I'm excited. We've got what? Three more? Four more. No, four. four. More. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. Four more episodes. And then it's Star Wars season. Well, actually, Yay. that's coming soon. <laughs> then it's Star Wars season. And it'll never end. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. Never, ever. No. No. Damon's final thoughts. Loved, loved it. Loved this episode. I can't wait to see where they go with the rest of this season, and like how they how they end the season, and how they set up a second season because that second game is. Can the second fire? Can the second game be be milked out to two seasons? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I think so. it's gonna happen. I think to be. They, I think it should be. It's a longer okay. game by far. Rad. Okay. So like number one, it can definitely just be the first game. And yeah. then okay. Cause to me, it just I have a hard time imagining that 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 they can wrap up the whole entire game in one season. But I mean I think I, they can do it. I've I've been kind of mentally trying to figure out what the roadmap will be after every episode and I think they can do it just fine. Yeah. Yep. Bring it on. So, so hyped. <laughs> so, I'm so excited that we're going to get beginning more seasons of this because it's gorgeous. It's amazing. It's emotional. It's heart wrenching. I could go on and on, which is why we have this show Tuesdays, five o'clock mm-hmm. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure to tune in for all of our recaps. Um, Got to go around the horn. Uh, Alex Damon, where can the good people find you? Uh, we're at Star Wars Explained on YouTube, and tomorrow we're going to be doing our Bad Batch after show, The Clone Zone, with uh, someone. Someone's on it. Who's on Where? that? Oh, shit. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. Brian, you're on no. it tomorrow. You know what? No, it's <laughs> yeah. just going to be us. <laughs> it they might be. Care. 
It might be. It might it just might be you be. guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting later than normal. We're starting at 7 Eastern instead of 6 Eastern because of the time difference. So... Yeah, some of us have yeah. to work. They were generous. Fun, unfun jobs. Yeah, they have to work unfun <laughs> jobs. They have to teach the children tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Molly, I, hope that, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, where can the good people find you? Uh, same as what he said, but you can find me on Twitter at Molly Damon, uh, Instagram Molly Mander, and here, talking about everything but Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Brian. And a little Star Wars. Always, always got to throw it in there. Always. Uh, B. on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can join my book, Cult, on Goodreads. Uh, Apocalyx Movies. We're doing our live show in like 50 minutes. So feel free to jump on over there in 50 minutes. Eat dinner like the four of us are about to do first. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. My name is Jillian Marie. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Jilly Marie two Y's, two E's. If y'all liked our little spill the tea segment on our main POV show, make sure to check Molly and I out on Happy Hour with Jill and Molly. We do have our date booked for this month's Happy Hour. It is our it is Valentine's Day month. Y'all know what that means. We will talk about it on more of this uh, coming up Sunday episode. But it's gonna be a we'll fun be one. He may or may not be there. You never know. Go check out last year's uh, uh, February last year's happy hour. Last year's fun. Go check out last year's February happy hour. This year, will I'm sure, will be just as fun and chaotic. Um, no, I need to get to work. <laughs> you need to get to work. You got some ish to write. There's your last <laughs> ish of the episode, Alex. But um, this has been the Last of Us recap with POV. Uh, make sure to bring your tissues for the next one, because I'm sure we're going to probably cry some more. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, right? Bodies will be dropping like flies. Bodies dropping everywhere. (laughs) We'll see you in the next one, guys. Bye. Bye.